founder Deanne, and welcome to my podcast, Things I Talk About. So here we are. I can hardly believe it. Happy New Year. I am so excited to welcome in the new year. I don't know about you, but I've got a good feeling about this. I'm really excited for 2024. And as of course you, you know, everybody on social media or everybody you see or talk to, it seems like everybody is doing a lot of reflection on what the last year looked like. And hopefully they're embracing and celebrating things that they have gone through and lessons they have learned. And they're starting to think about the new year and what the new year has in store. And it's interesting because last year was the first year that I felt very inclined to just pick a theme for the year. And as the new year approached, it was like the universe was already telling me what that was going to be. And for me, for 2023, that theme was liberation. And just in looking back on where I was when I started the year and where I am now, this theme of liberation has been a massive theme um, for this past year. I have gone through many transformations in so many ways. I launched this podcast and I'm so excited to use my voice and share my stories. And I've recorded over 45 episodes and very excited moving forward. I finished writing my book, which is my personal story about growing up in a religiously abusive, high-control religious environment and my spiritual awakening journey. So that has been something that I'd have to say has almost come around full circle because I finished writing my book early in the year, but I noticed there was a theme of fear that really sunk in. And, you know, in the last few months, I've felt like I'm just at that crossroads at that moment where it's like, I know that this is going to happen for me. I know that I'm going to see my book come to life in 2024. And I've been faced with this moment of, okay, are you ready? You know, kind of that last call, because I'll be honest, my memoir is a very vulnerable share. There's a lot there personally about me, and there's a lot there about my circumstance growing up, which, you know, anybody who's written stories uh, around family and, and you know, toxic relationships knows what I'm referring to. And so, you know, I decided I've got both feet in, um, entering into 2024. I'm ready for this. I also have felt I've went through this experience of transformation and liberation in my body this year. I recorded a podcast with my dear friend Kelsey, who had worked with me for many, many months on healing the stored trauma held in my body from my challenging upbringing. And I've learned to relax and liberate. And, you know, I can still remember her 
telling me, you know, some of the movements to do and skipping through the yard and, you know, just feeling this resistance to relax and play. And I have felt totally liberated. So those are just a few. There's been so many themes and I have a much gratitude for 2023 and where it's brought me there felt like there were many breakthroughs. And going into 2024, I'm recalling as well, towards the middle of the year onwards, I know I've shared a podcast episode where I've talked about light language, and I've kind of been dipping my toes, talking a little bit more about some of the experiences I've gone through that are definitely in the um, magical and unexplainable realm. I began a journey to become certified as a galactic astrologer after I had an incredible connection with Ulrika, and I also recorded an episode with her. I felt like galactic astrology has just been the missing piece. And while I have not spoke too much about this on my podcast as of yet, going into 2024, there's going to be a lot more conversation of this as part of that liberation theme has been starting to understand my soul's journey, my purpose, and as this is a podcast of things I like to talk about, I'm learning more about what those things I want to talk about really are and liberating myself with the freedom to do so. So moving forward in 2024, there will be a lot more of conversation I share freely about topics that are a little more out there when we consider social norms. Um, but that's okay. I'm all for it. Uh, we're going to bring on all the all the different topics of galactic species. And yes, I'm talking about ETs and some of my past life journeys that I've unlocked and all sorts of fun stuff. I also am not quite there yet, but exploring topics of magic as well. You can sense possibly my hesitation in saying that, which kind of brings me a little bit to what my theme is going forward for 2024 for me personally. For me personally, I have decided that my theme for this year is magical maybes. And it's funny because I was sharing with my husband this the other day. And my voice was practically like squealing in excitement of this concept. And, you know, I explained it to him and he looked at me and he said, you know, it's not too late to change that. <laughs> and it was so funny because, you know, it's a perfect example of perspective and how each one of us sees things so uniquely and different. To me, I was describing magical maybes as this feeling of unlimited and, you know, undefined potential and possibility. And it felt more to him like limitation and uncertainty. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm not sure if you've heard of the, you know, there's a Chinese, um, 
parable or, or, or tale. Um, I'm not sure if I said that word right. So we'll just call it a, a, a tale, um, about a farmer and I might butcher this story. So don't quote me on this and feel free to go look it up. But the basis of the story is this, is that there was this farmer and the farmer had a horse that ran away and the neighbor, you know, the neighborhood, the tribe, the collective came in support and, oh, what terrible fortune. I'm so sorry. How, you know, how unfortunate. And the farmer said, maybe. And then later on, the horse comes back and everybody's like cheering and excited. Yay. Oh my gosh. How lucky. How fortunate. And the farmer says, maybe. And then the son of the farmer goes to train the horse or work with the horse and and ends up falling off. And I think he broke a leg or an arm or something. And the townsfolk said, oh my gosh, what, you know, how, I can't believe that, that horse or whatever you can imagine people would say back then about situations like that. And, you know, the farmer says, maybe. And then later on, I guess they, you know, soldiers came by, there was some sort of war or cause, and they were looking for people, recruiting people, and uh, because of the son's situation, he was not he could not go off. So, of course, there, you know, once again, the town folks are like, oh, man, how lucky, how wonderful to have your son there and, you know, that he didn't have to go off to war. And the farmer says, maybe. And I love it. And it's it's interesting because it's taken me a little while to appreciate this story. It actually, the first time I heard it was my friend Kelsey, who I mentioned I recorded the podcast regarding yoga and, you know, the healing journey I had. And I can remember her sharing this story with me. And, you know, at the time I would say, yeah, maybe almost I felt like I wasn't sure how to handle it. And then, you know, <laughs> a lot of time goes by and I hear the story again, and this time it feels so different, and it feels like it's just full of possibility, and it makes me feel giddy and excited. And the thing is, is I share often in the things that I talk about that, you know, I look at my beliefs in reincarnation has given me some sort of similar feeling. This idea that as humans, we want to feel like we know it all. We want to feel like we've got it all figured out. And it's easy for us to put on, you know, these glasses of polarity and say, this is right. This is wrong. This is good. This is evil. This is a good person. This is a bad person. This person did right. This person did wrong. But yet when you look at it and you think to yourself that I see it as part of our human nature is we do want to understand. And I see this through and through with the reincarnation journey. If you imagine going through something, you know, that feeling deep inside of why did this, why did they do this to me? Why did this happen to me? And I see this as, you know, the soul's opportunity to reincarnate and experience consciousness on 
on the other side of that scenario. Then through the collection of these various lifetimes, we achieve this expansive wisdom and understanding in, you know, life and consciousness because we've been both, we've played both roles. We've been both individuals. And so it broadens my perspective to realize that not everything is so spelled out. Not everything is black and white. And within there, there's a, there's a story. There's a purpose. There's a a destiny. There's a calling. There's a, you know, hire something that can always be considered. And I kind of feel that way towards this story. And I have deep beliefs in, you know, myself and my potential that, you know, like I said, I feel like I know I'm going to see my book come to fruition. And it's it's not about, as I said, limitation and, and lack. It's not really about that. And, and I might not even be, be doing a good job at explaining this, but it's about having an inner knowing, but yet also being able to feel balanced and settled that you're detached from expectations because you know whatever it is that it's going to work out for your highest good, going back to that example of polarity and reincarnation and looking at both sides of things. So, you know, the best way I could describe it is, you know, having that belief, allowing yourself to dream and have those things because we need to keep our dreams. We need to keep that curiosity and that inspiration to stay alive But also, there's this playful side of me that has been birthed (laughs) last year that looks at things as possibilities and looks at them with curious eyes. You know, yes, I feel like my book is going to be published, but wow, what fun. I wonder how, you know. It might exceed my expectations. It might be the just right experience. It could be a number of different things. It could not happen. And only to learn something that then in return makes it seem even more awesome when whatever happens on the other side of it. So it's just maybe it's, it's full of potential. It's like this feeling where I feel like anything could happen. Another reason why I love this theme is because through my studies of galactic astrology, which I, you know, if you are interested in learning more about this, um, don't hesitate to email me. I'm happy to talk about it. I'm not going to get into too much depth here, but This process basically allows me to really dive into the journey of my soul, both human lives and galactic lives. And with this, I have uncovered so much information. And I'll be honest, some of it I can accept a little more easily than others. And my journey, as I've shared, is that confidence has always been, you know, a journey for me. And I've come so far. I've realized that also, if I'm being honest, 
I think that I've also learned that everything is okay. The acceptance and appreciation of where you are right now. And there are some gifts and some things that I've grown to understand about myself that want to unfold in my life. And they want to connect on a deeper level with me. I'll be honest, some of them I feel I can dive into a little deeper than others. One of the things that I'm working through is in my galactic astrology chart, there are significant aspects to what is called the Hydra constellation. And growing up in a religiously abusive home, I have found that there are certain things that feel safe and there are certain things that have not felt as safe. And when you're learning about the Hydra constellation, people have shared words with me that, you know, portray this like deep um, energy that I'm just going to be blunt. It makes me think of witchcraft based on my upbringing. And, you know, the Hydra star seeds do tend to have Celtic and Druid connections and, you know, very connected to topics of magic and alchemy and things along this lines. And alchemy is a word I, I would say I feel comfortable with. But I'm growing to understand that there are certain words right now that I'm working through, and that's okay. Like, that's okay. And so every time I've heard anybody talk, you know, in galactic astrology about the Hydra star seeds, I've had trouble identifying with it because there's a part of my essence based on conditioning and programming that has made me attach fear to these things and these words. And I know that in 2024, I'm going to be going through a journey where I'm unlocking these lives and these experiences I've had, and I'm going to gain greater wisdom and understanding. And as I willingly show up, you know, that I will, you know, become more comfortable. But when we're learning about these gifts that our soul has, you know, and I've been told many different things such as I am extremely intuitive, that I had a significant role in before the fall of Atlantis, that I had some sort of role of significance where I am very attuned and understanding of sound frequency. Galactic astrology has showed me I've had countless lives that I have manipulated matter and understood portals and worked portals and open portals. And and this has helped me understand my sensitivity to vibration. I've said multiple times that while I feel the vibration of a, a place, an environment, I can't say I've resonated with it in the sense of, let's say, you know, an empath that might say they're drained by their environment Instead, it just feels like this awareness. And I have a regular practice of meditation. And this year, the experiences I've had have been unexplainable as my sensitivity to 
energetics in a room has increased to where I could almost trace the waves and feel the patterns and notice that when there's an energetic presence in the room and where it is. And, you know, and I've thought to myself, why? You know, why? Often people who express things like this, you know, others will say, oh, you know, Reiki or, you know, energy healing. But yet, as of yet, who knows for the future, but as of yet, that's not, that doesn't feel like my calling. And I've kind of been curious to why, why do, why do I feel these things? Why am I experiencing these things? And now I know through my studies that this is because my soul has gone through this adventure where I have had many lives very attuned to understanding energetics as it relates to portals and intergalactic travel and things of this nature. And, you know, who knows what that could mean for this present life. You know, this is where that magical maybe comes in. Who knows? Could I end up, you know, waking up one day as some sort of, you know, Merlin? Who knows? (laughs) Could it just be for my own personal experience and the pleasure and joy I feel in in that interconnectedness when I meditate and can feel these vibrations, who knows? And just being present in every moment, having the heart open, open to possibility, open to curiosity, allowing myself to dream, but also being accepting and loving and supportive and experiencing gratitude for the present moment because the present moment is feeling pretty damn awesome for me. And so for 2024, I'm setting the intention that the theme for me will be magical maybes. And so I'm really excited. I'm also excited for 2024 to talk more with you about the studies I've been doing in galactic astrology, I think that it's important to start discussing some of these things. If I'm being honest, you know, this is me stepping out in that liberated expression. I am someone that I do believe that we will be experiencing some sort of public contact within the next couple years or so. I know this is something as well I've heard Bashar talk about if anybody is interested in, you know, Bashar's work um, or familiar with him. So I'm going to start talking a lot more about the, the paranormal, the unexplainable, the occult, the deeper underbelly of things that people label as unusual or crazy or eccentric, because I believe that the only reason that these things are viewed that way is because it's time to talk about them. And there's a lot of us, a lot of people I've, I know and I've connected with who, you know, experience the same things or feel the same things as I do. But, you know, there's fear around it. Once upon a time, people were killed. 
<laughs> you know, their families were killed. Their, you know, women were hung and, you know, burned. And there's a, there's collectively, I believe, a lot of fear around feeling like it's safe to talk about these things. But I always find it interesting when I read about ancient text and ancient Sumer, which I've talked about. And I was watching a video that was talking about Gnostic texts and the Dead Sea Scrolls. And there's just so much out there that talks about these things. It makes it hard almost to believe that it's been so repressed. So here I am, and these are going to be some of the things that I talk about. So I hope you follow along this year and allow yourself to open your mind with a little bit of curiosity, and you never know, you, you might end up hearing something that really resonates. So I hope that you have a beautiful new year and that you are taking a moment of gratitude, of noticing how far you've come. If it was a rough year, give yourself a pat on the back. You made it. You got through it. And I know that you are just going to come out even more resilient for the, you know, days and months and years to come. And if it was a great year and you experienced transformations and, you know, maybe stepped out into unfamiliar territory, good for you. Celebrate that. Celebrate you. And Happy New Year. Until next time, have a lovely day. Bye.